welcome to Flippin' Out. My name is Leah Fontaine and I'm your host today. Thank you so much for listening. Today I have a very special guest named Cadence Gormley. So I have known Cadence since I think 2018 when we competed together at Level 10 uh, Nationals. Um, And I've known her since then and I have just loved watching her progress. She is now committed to the University of Kentucky on an athletic scholarship. Um, She's going into her, I believe, her sixth year of level 10, which is absolutely crazy. Um, And she's doing amazing all around. Um, She just finished competing at um, level 10 nationals this year, um, and she did incredible. So yeah, she is amazing, and she's so kind and nice. So Without further ado, I'm so excited to have Cadence on the podcast. So yeah, let's get started. Hi, Cadence. So thank you so much for coming to the podcast today. So my first question is, um, could you tell us a little bit about yourself um, and a little bit about your story, like how you started gymnastics and basically how you got to where you are now? Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So my name is Cadence Gormley. I'm a level 10 gymnast at Virginia International Gymnastics School. Um, I started gymnastics when I was five. I started with a birthday party. Uh, Yeah, it was my friend's birthday party. And it was like a little rec gymnastics thing. And I remember just falling in love with it right away. I, I think I had some natural flexibility. I remember like just being able to already have my split all the way down. And I was like, mom, this is so much fun. Like I want to keep doing this. And so my mom signed me up for classes. And then I think I only did classes for a few weeks. And then I went to level five actually. Um, and so I started competing at level five the next year. And then just from then on, I just progressed through the levels uh, pretty quickly. But I, I mean, I will say I was not great at the lower levels. <laughs> um, I definitely had some form issues. Uh, this was back at my first gym that I was at. And so then at level eight, I switched to my gym now. And that is when I really started to progress with like form and execution and everything. And this is going to be my sixth year at level 10. And so it's kind of crazy, but yeah, uh, it's been amazing at this new gym. And I just, my whole career so far has been a blast and such an experience that I'll always remember. That's amazing. And it's so impressive how you like just started and then you went to level five, like that's crazy. (laughs) And I can understand with the form issues, that was me. Like when I was in the lower levels, my form, it was a disaster. Um, So yeah, that is great. Um, And so I know that you're committed to Kentucky. So congratulations about that. Thank you. Um, And can you tell us a little bit about what that recruiting journey was like and how you ended up there? Yes. So the recruiting process was so much fun. It was it was really stressful, not going to lie, but it was definitely an experience that I'll always remember. So it started for me actually back in, I want to say 2018, when I was about like first, second year level 10. And that was before the rules changed. And so I was being recruited back then, but not really like that intensely because I, I wasn't super I was okay back then, but like, you know, but, um, so then, but when the rules changed, uh, I think they changed in like 2020 or 2021, I'm not sure, but, uh, the college just kind of backed off a little bit, but then, uh, the sophomore, my sophomore year, June 15th, I got 
some calls and some text messages from coaches. And that was so exciting. I remember waking up June 15th and it was like, oh my gosh, like this is real. This is happening. And I started with about, I'd say like 20 colleges that I was talking with. And then as the summer progressed, I, I started, uh, started to like, uh, narrow, narrow down on my options. And so I got down to five or six that I was really, really interested in. And then by that time I was talking with them, I'd say like once a week. And, um, yeah, so after the call stage, I then had my official visits, which started in September. And that was so much fun. They like, they offer you to come out to the campus and they show you around and they pay for everything. And it's super cool. Uh, so that those, all of those visits were, amazing. Like I couldn't have asked for a better experience with that. And then after those visits, I really, I just, I knew that Kentucky was just the one for me. I, Kentucky was actually my first visit and I kind of knew back then too, a little bit, like just being on the campus and around the teammates and everything. It was like the whole atmosphere was like, this is, this is where I feel at home, but I still, I, I loved all the other schools that I visited as well. But when it was time to make a decision. I, I knew where my heart was. That's awesome. And yeah, personally, I'm also so excited for June 15th. For me, that's next year because I just finished my freshman year. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm so excited. It I am very excited for that whole recruiting process. I'm, I'm so excited for you. It's going to be great. Thank you. Um, so I wonder, was college gymnastics like always your goal or did it kind of change or like tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so college gymnastics has definitely always been a dream of mine. Um, I know a lot of little kids are, it's usually like Olympics or, or college gymnastics. And I, I don't know, I never really saw myself as going like elite Olympics route, but I did for a little period after my first year level 10, I was like, oh, maybe I could do elite because I'm still kind of young and everything. But I just decided like for me, for my body and for my mental health and everything, it just, I, I knew I always wanted to be part of like, a team, a college gymnastics team, and just watching like Friday Night Heights as a little kid. It's just something that I've always dreamed of. And I'm like super stoked to be able to like actually live it. Yeah, I'm so excited to watch you. Like that'll be, that'll be so much fun. Thank you. Um, so now to like an easier question. Um, what is your favorite event? Um, and what is your best event? Like, are they the same? Or what would you say? So my favorite event well so it usually is beam but this past year I have started to really love bars and I think that's my best event too um I've always loved bars bars and beam have always been my favorites because bars you can like kind of take your time and extend your toe point and everything and beam I just love the combination of artistry with the poses and the leaps and then also like the power and the tumbling on beam and I also love floor and ball as well. I think they're all super fun, but uh, bars this year went really well. I had a great season on bars and I really grew and I'm super excited to take this bar routine at college because it is starting to score really well in level 10. Um, and yeah, so I, I'd say bars is my best event, uh, but beam is definitely up there. I love working up skills on beam. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember watching you. You've always been good on both events, but your beam always stood out to me because you were so like confident. Um, Thank you. And I was like, that's amazing. I don't know how, like when I was younger, I would fall like so many times. Like it was, it, I was really, met, trust me, beam, beam confidence has been a journey for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's hard for everyone just like being able to be confident on such a skinny piece of equipment, but it's definitely taken a lot of years of practice. 
Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so what would you say is your greatest accomplishment so far? I know it's kind of a hard question because I know you've accomplished so many things, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, that's tough. I'd probably have to say committing to Kentucky on a full scholarship. That I mean, that was just like the highlight of my career so far. That was everything I've worked up to. But another thing was uh, 2019 at Nationals, I won beam. And that was a crazy feeling as well to feel like this whole season, like my hard work paid off and I got to showcase my full ability at that meet. And that was so surreal. I love that. Yeah, that would be such an amazing moment. Um, (laughs) And so on the opposite side, what has been your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it? I would say my biggest challenge has kind of been ongoing, the struggle with mental and physical injuries. Like um, I, I've been blessed to not deal with too many mental blocks and everything, but of course we all get them. But um, physically I, I'd say I, I have somewhat of a delicate body. And so just like this being my sixth year level 10, it's, it's still every year is still hard on the body and just being able to maintain the skills and let alone like, like trying to get new ones, but also just maintaining what you have is, is definitely tough on the body. And so that's been one of my biggest obstacles balancing like numbers, but also like taking it easy so I can have my full potential for the meets and for the upcoming college meets that I'll do. And so that's been tough because uh, in previous seasons, I've dealt with consistency issues due to lack of training and everything, just trying to protect my body. But uh, this year, I've I've started to better familiar familiarize myself with my body and my limits and everything. And so that was probably one of the greatest challenges that I've had to deal with. Yeah, that makes sense. I can relate to that. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's hard. It's that balance. Like you want to do the numbers to get the consistency, but if you yeah. do the numbers, sometimes it hurts your body. So. Exactly. (laughs) So now um, when I've seen you compete, everything looks so like effortless and you seem so confident. So how did you like build that confidence and composure? Thank you. I'm so glad that it comes off that way. It's definitely I I, that is what I strive to do. I mean, um, at meets, I don't get me wrong. I'm definitely a nervous wreck inside, but I worked really hard to get to the point where I, I, I want everybody else to enjoy themselves while watching me. And so if I'm like, if I look like I'm having the worst time of my life, then I know that the audience is going to like recognize that. And so, especially on floor, I definitely try to show off my routine and get the audience engaged and everything. And the judges too. I, I like to play with the judges sometimes, you know, um, just cause I think, I mean, if they believe that I'm confident, then maybe I'll believe it too, you know, <laughs> but I mean, I think just, getting the numbers in in practice has helped me feel confident for the meets. And even if I don't get a ton of numbers, just the quality of my practice and my training. And then something I've started this year or before last season is writing in a journal or a diary. So before each meet, I would write down my goals and my expectations of myself. But um, at, at the end of the meet, I would come back to my journal and I would check off what I accomplished. But even if I didn't check off anything, I would still write a side note, like, here's what I was proud of that I did. And here's what I need to work on for next time. And that really helped me just like, feel like after every meet, even if even if it didn't go my way, like I, I still accomplished something and I can still move on and feel like 
like not heartbroken over something. And honestly, that's helped me like perform better at meets when I take off that pressure of myself. Cause I used to just be like, oh my gosh, if I don't hit at this meet, like people are going to be mad at me. I'm going to be mad at myself. I'm going to let everyone down. But in reality, that's not how it is. Like there's always going to be something good in each meet. And when I think about that, then it all just kind of comes together. And I just am able to really showcase what I can and the, the abilities that I have. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I love how you practice journaling because I think it's such a great like thing to do, a great habit to have because I've done some of it in the past and it's really helped me. And I just live setting goals for meets and then going back and reflecting. And honestly, it's so true. Like even if the meet goes super bad, you're still like a level 10 gymnast who just yeah. competed. Like not many people do that. So exactly, it's still really impressive. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. So my next question is, what do you like to do outside of gymnastics? Uh, I have a lot of hobbies that I like to do outside of gymnastics. The main thing would have to be just music in general, music and art, and not really like the physical art because I'm not really good at drawing or anything, but I love like performance arts. And so I like, I love to dance and I love to sing. So those are probably my two biggest ones. And I also am interested in like film editing and stuff like that on the side, like on my Instagram account, I make some edits and some montages and stuff like that. And that's really fun for me just to work with all the different things that I love, like music and editing and gymnastics and all that. But uh, singing is kind of, so I've done singing my whole life, but never like professionally or anything. But this year I've actually started to become more serious with my music and I've been writing some songs and I'm really excited to come out with those soon. Nervous, but excited um, because singing has always been one of my biggest passions. I just haven't really been able to pursue it because of all the time I spend in the gym and everything, but I'm super excited to go down this new route, uh, along with gymnastics, of course, and show some more about me, some other side of me other than just gymnastics. Yeah. I'm really excited for you. That'll be, I'm, that would be so cool. Like I've heard your voice and it's so pretty. So thank you. I, I would be very excited for you. It'll be really cool. Um, and so like, what do you plan to do after college and like for maybe a future career, if you have any idea yet? Yeah, that's such a tough, a tough question. I always ask myself that, but um, I'm not too sure. Like I haven't decided what major I'm going to do in college, but I definitely know that I want to do something with singing in the future, but that might not be like a full-time thing, but I am super interested in coaching. Actually, I've done some coaching at my gym, but I'm really interested in college coaching. And that's always been something I wanted to do. So I'm, I'm thinking I might like after I finish my four years at Kentucky, like do an assistant or a volunteer coaching at Kentucky. I think that'd be really cool just to see if like, that's what I really want to do. And then I'll try to get a spot somewhere or I've always wanted to be a teacher. And so maybe I'll take a major in education or something like that. And if I did teach, it'd probably be in uh, a math class. That sounds great. Yeah. And I mean, you obviously have so much time still and there are so many options out there, but I know you'll find success really in whatever you do. Um, But yeah, so my next question is, how do you balance school with gymnastics, with life and everything Mm -hmm. else? Um, I'd say it's tricky. I'm sure every student athlete can understand that, but, um, I think 
it's really about time management. Like at school, I'm taking study hall classes and I, and I'm making the most out of each moment at school. I really have been like this year, uh, especially because junior year was a really hard year taking more AP classes and everything. I really, I, I made myself like I, I, became determined to put aside my phone, put aside distractions while I'm at school, because that's really when I need to grind out all of my schoolwork and homework, because right after school, I go straight to practice and then don't get home till like 9 p.m. And then by that time, I need to go to bed soon, you know, just so that I can have energy for the next school day and the next gymnastics practice. But yeah, getting stuff done at school has definitely helped because after practice, you know, I'm tired and everything and I don't have as much motivation. But when I'm at school, I really need to, I really try to stay focused. And I I also uh, am really close with most of my teachers. And so with those connections, they can understand like what I'm dealing with and everything. And they know my situation, my after school situation. And so they're really understanding and that's really helpful so I think it's really important for student athletes to get to know well if they do public school of course uh, get to know their teachers and everything because I think it's really important that you don't overstress yourself and so um, if you can make those relationships then they can understand that maybe you can't finish this assignment today because you didn't you need to get sleep and and that's really important so that's something that I've picked up Uh, but yeah just staying focused and staying motivated is the biggest thing because if you lose motivation for one, it can be easy to lose motivation for both. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I also agree like that communication is just really important. So you guys are kind of both on the same page with everything. Yeah. Um, so my final question is what advice would you give to any aspiring gymnasts? I would tell them to every day remind themselves of their dreams and their aspirations and keep that in the back of their mind throughout the whole day because it can be easy. I mean, I'm sure everybody has bad days and lows. I mean, I definitely have them, but um, if you let them control your life and then you let them just take up your whole brain, then you're not really going to progress forward. And then that can be really demotivating. Um, and then you can feel like, oh my gosh, everybody around me is, is progressing and I'm not moving forward. I'm moving backward. And, and that's a really negative mindset. And that's something that I've definitely dealt with, but I've learned that like, if, even if I had a bad day, if I remind myself, like, why am I doing this? I'm doing gymnastics and I'm doing school and everything because I love it. And because I, I have dreams of being a college gymnast and these are the things that I want to accomplish. And, um, just reminding myself of how far I've come each day. It's just, it, it's really important to stay motivated because um, motivation can really, honestly, I think mental uh, strength is even more powerful than physical strength. Like if you're feeling uh, weak or like fatigued one day um, at practice, I, I personally, if I'm having a bad day at practice, I just, I stop. I don't, I don't try to push it. I go back to the basics or something that'll be productive with my time so that I don't leave the practice knowing that I accomplished nothing because something's always better than nothing, you know? So I think just staying motivated and staying positive is the most important thing because everything will work out in the end. That's such great advice. I love that so much. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, you were great. Like you did. Um, I love all your answers. They were so inspirational. So thank you so much, Cadence. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. <laughs>
Thank you so much again, Cadence, because this has been an amazing conversation that we had and you're so inspirational. So thank you um, for this. And I know that my listeners really loved it. So yeah. And thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you learned something um, or felt inspired or anything like that. So I love you guys and never forget that. Bye.